and welcome to Nature Finds a Way, a pop culture podcast where we nerd out about biology facts and fiction in some of our favorite books, movies, and TV shows. I'm Lindsay and she's Sarah and we are marine biologists in recovery and today we are going back to the island or the uh, island right next to it conveniently located (laughs) (laughs) with Jurassic Park 2, The Lost World. Do, do, do. Oh, man. Um, This was a movie. Uh Uh-huh. It was. Yes. So The Lost World Jurassic Park came out in 1997. It's the sequel, obviously, um, and there was this. It's a based on the book that was the sequel to the mm-hmm. Jurassic Park. Um, it was basically done to have even more dinosaur action and also mm-hmm. stegosauruses, um, <laughs> <laughs> and otherwise was pretty not necessary. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. yeah, it was uh it was kind of a hot mess. So yeah, Jeff Goldblum comes back. Um, mm, he's very dreamy. He is very dreamy. Uh, Richard Attenborough is back in a very minor role. Um, Julianne Moore is in it, which gave me hope and optimism, and then mm. was dashed. Because, <laughs> man, only a really bad movie could make me really annoyed and dislike I know. Julianne Moore. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. It was... Um, it was special. I had you seen it before? Uh, I'd seen it, I think, once okay. in the theater. I remember distinctly the little girl doing gymnastics and hitting a raptor. Gotcha. That is all. That is literally <laughs> all. So, um, and it must have been in the theater because it was before I knew who Richard Schiff was. Right. Yes, yes, because Richard Schiff is also one of the like pretty main characters in this, which was fun. Mm-hmm. Except yeah. super creepy because he had no facial hair. Yeah, um, which I don't like. Just no, like. don't like. <laughs> totally changes the shape of his face. Um, yeah, I don't think I'd ever seen it. If I had seen it, I had no recollection of seeing it. Um, mm. Everything was new. And despite that, it was very boring. <laughs> it was very boring. I think that was the biggest part. Like, yeah. the... A lot of the plot at the beginning, because the end, there's no plot. It's just run away mm-hmm. from the dinosaurs. This is the story. Yeah. Um, but the plot at the beginning was very boring and slow mm-hmm. and just so ridiculous of the things that they were saying and then just going back on what they were saying over and over yeah. again of like, you can't touch the dinosaurs. You can't do anything. You can't leave any garbage. And like, you were literally just touching a dinosaur. Yeah. And then like five they, seconds before they arrive at the that. island and Julianne Moore is like giving them baby dinosaurs like no snuggles like what <sighs> yeah she's like you can't do anything and then she's like let me pick up this t-rex baby and take it into our trailer like and also she was supposed to be like a animal no i think in the book her character was actually two different characters mm-hmm. one was an animal behaviorist and one was a paleontologist and in the movie yeah. she's just a paleontologist but also like yeah. a veterinarian yeah, I know. I'm like, why? How do you have these skills? Like, you were working. Like, why is there an ultrasound in this trailer in the first place? And how do you know yeah. how to work it? Yeah, it was, it was weird. And also, like, if you do know that much about animal behavior, why don't you know that like your scent would attract mm-hmm. the parents, or the scent of the baby would attract the, the scent parents. of the baby? And then also, why <sighs> are you walking around in 
uh, T-Rex bloody clothes for the rest of the movie. Especially even yeah. after the T-Rex tries to get you, you're still wearing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it's just... Yeah, clothes covered in baby T-Rex blood. Um, yeah. yeah, it it was special. But yeah, Jeff Goldblum was great. Mm, and... And the kid was actually pretty good, except for the ridiculous yeah. previously mentioned um, gymnastics scene. But mm-hmm. like in terms of like a kid being an actor in a movie, she was pretty good. Yeah, she did really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah, and Vince Vaughn was there. And he oh was yeah, an animal rights advocate, so he took the bullets out of the safety gun because he yeah. didn't want the T Rex to be killed. Yeah, it it was weird. Like yeah, yeah. He was actually like I think because it was super early Vince Vaughn before Vince Vaughn was like his most mm-hmm. Vince Vaughn-y, He was actually quite yeah. good because I usually find him yeah too over he was the top not very smarmy yes so, like and he was supposed to be smarmy yeah totally the movie like that was his character and mm-hmm. he wasn't as bad as he usually is yes exactly so that's something yeah yeah there were there were like fun ridiculous parts of this movie but then mm-hmm. it also turned into king kong yeah in san diego like, very much so yeah so i i do think i've read the book because I read like a lot of John Crichton as a, like Michael Crichton. My, sorry, Michael Crichton. John Crichton. Um, I read a lot of Michael Crichton as a, a high school student. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like The Sphere and all those ones. So I th- I do think that like I probably made a decision not to watch this movie because I do remember the book being bad enough that I didn't read the third one. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it uh, it was bad. Um, but there was some really bad science that we can talk about also. <laughs> um, so like our original Jurassic Park movie uh, episode and our Jurassic World episode, we mm-hmm. are ignoring the fact that you can bring dinosaurs back to life. Yes. That we know is a thing. And yes. we're just not going to talk about it because it's the same thing as like Little Mermaid. Like the fish talk. We're not, yeah, we're not bringing it up. Yeah. We're taking the premises given and then going from there. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So I guess the big thing that I would have thought that like the animal behavior dinosaur nerds would have been more excited about was the fact that when they had the T-Rex baby, both parents were coming yeah. and working together to chase it. And like they kind of made a big deal of it, but like not a big enough deal. Like, we really no, needed they... Sam Neill to make a big deal of that. Exactly. Yeah, they, like, mentioned it offhand. She's like, we can finally prove that this. And I'm like, well, why is that even a question? Because it would never be possible to prove via fossils. Yeah. About well, the, uh, the structure of, like, it would be... All paleontology is sort of, is, like, conjecture. Yeah, like, you could find, you could find, like, a fossilized nest and with mm-hmm. both parents on it. But, you yeah. know, it would all be, like, assuming that it's actually the parents and also mm-hmm. assuming that they do more than just help incubate eggs or whatever yeah mm-hmm. yeah i found this incredibly in-depth um article about the life of birds which covers has some great examples of lots of different things and, and like i don't even know if we've talked about them but it's so complex about how different birds mate and build nests mm-hmm. and behave and all sorts of stuff and there's lots of um examples of monogamy in various bird species and also not because most of the time the they just behave like most animals and they're not monogamous and it's more like it's often thought to be more like serial monogamy like the whole like mating for life thing is a lot yeah. more rare than mm-hmm. you might think based on how much people talk about it yeah and like they like something like uh penguins or mm-hmm. bald eagles who mate for life they don't 
then act like these T-Rex parents who follow their child around, both yeah. of them protecting it after it's mobile. Um, I know, obviously, birds have wings, and T-Rexes may have had feathers, but not wings. They're not. Um, so it's not the same as, like, you can fly, we don't care about you anymore, but it's a similar kind of thing of, like, once, just like most children in mm-hmm. animal species, once you're able to take care of yourself, the parents go off and work on producing more offspring because that's the point. Yeah, that was the thing that was like maybe more revelatory in this movie if this is if we say that this behavior is true then like mm-hmm. it's more that they do long-term animal care similar to like a uh, killer whales or belugas or something like um Yeah. And probably there are birds that do that too, but I don't know any off the top of my head, but I know what I don't things. know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know either. This art, this article didn't mention any, but that doesn't mean anything. Cause yeah, if you were going to list the behavior of every single bird species, we'd be here for the entire weekend. So, um, but it's similar to that. It's just like, sure. Maybe some of them do, but what is the point? Yeah, exactly. The two, the two parent thing was less, of a surprise than the long-term mm-hmm. parental mm-hmm. care. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. But again, yeah. What is the point? Like in some situations, I mean, maybe if they are a highly social species like killer whales, then mm-hmm. there is a point because you're not just teaching how to like look after yourself, but you're teaching how to like fit into the culture of your social group. Yeah. That could definitely be true, except it goes against every other thing we know about T-Rexes in the Jurassic Park. Exactly. Yes. They are not so. a social group. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like it still could be true we don't know because we can't go ask them exactly um it could have been true nobody knows but it doesn't seem similar to most of the behavioral things of dinosaurs in of predatory dinosaurs in Mm -hmm. jurassic park world jurassic verse yeah um this doesn't (laughs) seem like uh energetically beneficial exactly exactly speaking of um Hmm. in the san diego scene or the san diego like third of the movie um the the t-rex that gets out they're like oh it's gonna go find water to drink and it's like "Mm, unlikely like carnivores Mm -hmm. different than herbivores are more likely to chase food than water like they will drink water if there's water available most of their water is going to come from making herbivores drink water and then eating them (laughs) Like they, they're not going to be like going to find a swimming pool to drink out of instead of finding, you know, like going out to the, I'm assuming there's country near San Diego and like find some cows. Yeah. It it just seemed a bit like, oh, of course they're going to go for water. Mm, Really? Really? Is that where they're going to go? I mean, no. Well, if you think about Africa though, like large carnivores do go to watering holes, but not for the water. (laughs) No, exactly. They go because of the animals that are there drinking the yeah, water. Exactly. And then they're like, "Oh, water oh, to no. help me swallow Wash this, this down and delicious zebra. Yum yeah, yum. And rinse my teeth off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a bit odd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, and then that also the scene that then the T Rex eats the dog, which is fine because it obviously wasn't. Um, it didn't have to hunt it. It just bent yeah, down it was just and there. Ate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do. The, this is the point of the movie. Like while we were watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the behavioral, I don't even remember who it I think was. It was, it I think was, it was the hunter guy, like the main the hunter guy. Yeah. Um, says predators don't hunt when they're not hungry. Uh, yeah. he was making the case of that one human would feed a T-Rex, which I don't think it would. No, but we've like, been making this argument since we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like our most common, <laughs> yeah, like go back and against listen to things. 
our Jaws episode. I think Ugh. that's the one that's yeah, probably most, aside from the Jurassic verse. Mm-hmm. But then they say that, and then they're like, "So now we can walk uh, through the T Rex habitat, and we should be fine." And then it, they just go back on it afterwards. And yeah, the T Rex comes and attacks them, and then again, the Velociraptors, which eat a human, and white are much yeah. smaller. Like their uh-huh. metabolic fall grade is probably uh, higher because yeah. they're because they're they're they jumpy. Go so fast. <laughs> they're very jumpy, but still, like they're like this isn't gonna happen. And then I'm like this is the entire plot of the rest of the movies. The yeah. T-Rex wants to eat all of you. Well, and also the T-Rex. Yeah. But then like in terms of them walking through the enclosure or whatever, like walking near a T-Rex that they think is full, like there's a difference between they won't like carnivores won't go hunt you. And also if you yeah. walk right by a carnivore, mm-hmm. they might eat you just because they don't know when their next meal is going to be like there's, yeah. And they'll take an easy meal. Anytime. Yeah, they take an easy meal and they also will attack you if you're, a threat to them they might yeah. not eat you it was, just, it was so frustrating yeah okay well speaking of something that is brought up in the first jurassic park movie and then explained further but made even worse in this movie <laughs> um is the lysine deficiency so in the first movie they talk about how they genetically tweaked all of the dinosaurs to so that they wouldn't be able to produce lysine and then they would be dependent on being fed and then they wouldn't, like, if they escaped, they would die. Um, so there are many problems with this. <laughs> um, so lysine is an amino acid. And for all animals, not just genetically um, mutated dinosaurs, it's an essential amino acid, which means that our bodies don't produce it uh, metabolically. We all have to eat lysine. All animals <laughs> have to eat lysine, as far as I know. Um, yeah, it, so there's, first of all, there's that. Like, yes. Animals need lysine in their diet. But you know what has lysine? Pretty much everything. Um, (laughs) Fish, beans, lentils, spirulina, nuts. This is just like from a human dietary thing of Mm -hmm. like, how can I get more lysine? Um, Just eat food. (laughs) Chicken, (laughs) eggs, like really anything, like some things are going to have higher concentrations of lysine. And like not all plants have have like substantial sources of lysine. Your best sources of lysine are like lentils and legumes, nuts. Um, and spirulina and uh, wheat germ Um, but basically any animals that eat those kinds of foods also have lots of lysine Mm -hmm. so yeah it's it's unusual that people have to supplement lysine yeah so it goes back to the water thing like the herbivores Mm -hmm. eat whatever has lysine in it and then the predators eat the animals that have lysine in it exactly exactly where they get their lysine yeah so of course they managed to find a source of lysine because like is there food on the island? Yes. What are yes. the herbivores eating? Is there algae? Yeah, probably, because it's an island. Are mm-hmm. they eating, like, nuts and seeds and all kinds of other random plants? Probably. Is probably. there also, like, fish and rats and other things that the small carnivores would eat? Most likely. Probably. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> the whole lysine deficiency thing, the like, the whole, like, first of all, there's the massive plot hole that, like, everybody has a lysine deficiency. Um, yeah. If you don't eat food, you don't have lysine. You also have other problems if you don't eat food. Um, (laughs) But then in this one, there's also like, they were surprised that they were able to get lysine out of the environment. Do you know what lysine is? (laughs) Like, yeah, it's wonderflonium, except they picked a real thing. So why didn't they pick, like, make something up? Yeah. And then like iridium from First Avengers. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, then then it's fine. Like, oh, all dinosaurs need this, which would be 
still ridiculous because all dinosaurs yeah. are that closely related and blah blah blah. But um, still, that would have yeah. been much easier to do. Indeed, indeed. Or research amino acids better and pick one that we actually like that our bodies do actually produce Mm -hmm. Um, although even those amino acids are usually found in food also because even though you don't produce them other things produce them exactly that's how we get them is eating the other things yeah so it's not like we're all taking our amino acid vitamins every day to live yeah Um, we wouldn't have lasted this long Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um you know what i just realized also thinking about original jurassic park is we just had this full conversation about terror t-rex parents and oh, having yeah. an offspring mm-hmm. and all of, of there's also a baby stegosaurus in this and nobody even brings up that they weren't supposed to be males dinosaurs well i guess they yeah that gave up that happened that in the first one yeah <laughs> um, yeah um i did love that the stegosaurus scene although it was a bit gratuitous it was like oh yeah it was like you wanted stegosauruses look at all of them five minutes of all the stegosauruses um, there was only one triceratops. I know. Like, why can't we can have both, guys? It'll yeah. be okay. Okay. Oh yeah. The other thing that I guess kind of is weird is like, so they have it take place on these fictional islands off the coast of Costa Rica, like 200 miles southwest of Costa Rica, called Las Cinco Muertes uh, Island Chain, the Five Deaths, which is ominous. And like, why would you do that? <laughs> I know. Um, but I guess if it's like pirate lore, and then sailors don't go yeah. there if you're trying for privacy. Mm-hmm. Um, but like where they filmed it was like the California Redwoods. So mm-hmm. very not tropical. <laughs> no, so not tropical. And like, there's even in the trivia, they're like, this is the exact same spot where they filmed Endor. Yeah. So maybe not pick such an iconic location. Basically. Yeah. It was, yeah. Very Endor. <laughs> At least Jurassic World went to Hawaii where they yeah. film all sorts of things, but it's more on theme. For yeah. The it's environment. the right, yeah. Closer to the right environment. Um, yeah, so that was pretty funny. Um, oh, from the trivia, they they did get some cool animal noises for the babies, mm. especially. So the juvenile T-Rex, they used a baby camel calling for its mom, which I was like, oh, that's cute. And then the baby stegosaurus noises were rhino noise- noises, which is random. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no know. whale noises in this one. No. I noticed. No, I didn't notice any, but well... But there were like the dinosaur noises that they used before that were did have like a mix of all kinds yeah, of noises, including mix. whales. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like the oh, but I think the whales in the last one were the was it the triceratops or no the the bellowing remember. ones? I can't remember. We'll just have to go but back maybe. and listen to our episode. Oh yeah, was it the one <laughs> the not the brontosaurus but whoever was when they're in the tree? Maybe yeah. There was that one. The kids and there was the one the that had like the male. head the head crest thing yeah that, like made the bellowy noises yeah it might have been those ones yeah i yeah. can't remember i haven't watched remember. jurassic park in a while and i should because since the last time yeah. we watched it Ooh. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah no jurassic park like has a lot of the same like sciencey problems as this but is way more fun and oh, engaging whereas this has such a good movie sciencey problems brief moments of ridiculousness and then long moments of like i'm so bored yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would rather watch First Jurassic World than this because that yeah. was the least entertaining. Totally, totally, totally. So, and I won't watch Jurassic World two, but I will probably watch Jurassic World three because Samuel and Laura Dern and Jeff Goldblum are in it. And yeah, that, that's a good reason to watch a movie. Basically, basically, yeah. Whatever I it is that keep that forgetting out. about Jurassic World two. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I, I will watch it at some point. Um, 
yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> There's a lot of other things I can watch. True fact. So. True fact. Um, um, the one biggest thing that is the ongoing debate is whether or not a T-Rex is the greatest predator that ever lived, which oh, is yeah. stated in this movie yeah, because the... the hunter guy wants to kill the greatest predator that ever lived. Mm-hmm. And we don't know because, again, we don't know. We it's don't hard know. to know these kinds of things. And, yeah. you know, they got... They got big teeth. Yeah, and they had, they did have really strong jaws, jaws like they've reconstructed their jaw strength, and they were really strong. Um, but also, he's going after the male T Rex, and the female T Rex is bigger, so he should yep. have gone after the female. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, yeah, there's lots of thought based on behavioral stuff and like looking at like food, um, like stomach contents and things of fossilized T Rexes, and also comparing them to other animals of their sort of same size is that they probably weren't exclusively predatory. They also, you know, if there was a freshly dead animal, they're going to eat that too. Mm. Um, So yeah, they were opportunistic scavengers and predators. They'll kind of do a mix, which is pretty common for lots of animals. Like Mm -hmm. there are definitely some animals that won't eat anything dead, but lots, for example, our favorite animal to talk about hyenas uh, definitely do a bunch of both, but also lions do both, Mm -hmm. um, which nobody really talks about. No, because they're majestic and hyenas are evil. Don't you know anything? (laughs) Don't get me going on that again. So pro hyena. Uh, One of those things where the Jurassic verse and null verses are just overly obsessed with T-Rexes, which is fine. I don't care. Um, It's not that big a deal, but some statements yeah. you can't really stand on. So there's other cool animals mm-hmm. other than T-Rex. Yeah, and as you go further along in Jurassic Park movies, it's just T-Rex and Velociraptors, and that's the only dinosaurs that exist and matter. Basically, and like, no wrong. Have you ever talked to a toddler <laughs> <laughs> or a nine-year-old? Oh man, and yeah, so many dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. I love all the dinosaurs, which yeah. is good because it's Dino Month. Mm-hmm. It is Dino Month here at nature um yeah thanks so much for joining us for our uh hopefully not too long rant about the lost world jurassic park um if you have other thoughts about dinosaurs or lysine <laughs> i don't know um, <laughs> you can find us on social media at nature finds a pod on facebook instagram and twitter or you can check out our website naturefindsapod.com yeah or if you just want to talk about uh, Jeff Goldblum and how scruffy and Grady is, and also just how tall he is, because that was also a thing yeah. that happened in this movie. I just was like, he was walking <laughs> around running after dinosaurs, and like, you're just so tall, Jeff Goldblum, you're so tall, <laughs> so great. Anyway, um, after that transgression, we will be back in two weeks to continue our celebration of Dino Month with the saddest movie that ever lived. If you were a millennial, Land Before Time. <laughs> Yay! Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) But nervous. (laughs) In the meantime, happy Dino Month, happy Easter, and And happy happy science. science!